Come on, give the Lord a shout of praise. Yeah. How many people got your Bibles in this place tonight? Come on, it's the Word of God. Man, we've got to have this thing in our lives. I mean, if you don't have your Bibles, don't worry, we, we bought one for you, and you'll see it up on the screen here very soon. <laughs> uh, here we go. You can open it anywhere, man. The Bible's cool as, man. There's so much good stuff in here. But, um, Brett, you got your Bible, man? Brett? Hey, you got your Bible? Why don't you turn to Galatians chapter 5, verse 16 to 18? Come on, Brett, let's hear it, man. You want to hear it from Brett tonight? Come on, Russell, say that Bible, man. Find it. Galatians. Galatians. Come on, here we go. One of the next greatest preachers. 16 to 18. 5, 16 to 18. I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh, and these are contrary to one another, so that you do not do the things that you wish. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. Awesome. Come on, put it together for Britsky, man. Walk in the Spirit. What does it mean to walk in the Spirit? I, I, just, I touched on this last week, but um, I just feel that, um, you know, I, I really sense that God really wants to birth something in, in our church again, uh, new. And, um, and so I, I just got a, uh, in my spirit, just a real hunger again for the things of God, real hunger for the Holy Spirit. And, um, and tonight we want to talk about, I want to talk a little bit about the Holy Spirit tonight, man. The Holy Spirit. Come on, somebody tell me. The Holy Spirit is in this place. And uh, man, we need the Holy Spirit. And, the, and so it says here in Galatians chapter 5, verse 16, So I say, live by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of your sinful nature. Live by the Spirit. What is it? The, the, I mean, personally, I don't think that little phrase gives it enough justice. What are we talking about when we say live by the Spirit? We're not talking about just any spirit. I mean, if you look in your Bibles, it's got a big capital S there, so it means it must be something about this. We're talking about the Holy Ghost, friends, tonight. Steve, we're talking about the Holy Spirit, man. How many people love the Holy Ghost tonight? How many people believe that, man, you need a fresh touch of the Holy Ghost upon your life? Absolutely, man. We have to have the Holy Spirit upon our life. Tonight, I want to talk a little about the Holy Ghost, friends. And it's not just the Spirit. I mean, there's, there's plenty of spirits around the place, but there's nothing, there's no one like the Holy Spirit, friends. When, we talk, when the Bible talks about, in this particular occasion, the Spirit, he's talking about the Holy Spirit. We're talking about the Holy Spirit of God in this place tonight. How many people here this morning heard that message uh, from Pastor Mike? Oh, incredible. Man, the Holy Ghost is doing some incredible things around the world. The Holy Ghost is doing some incredible things in, in this place even tonight. The Holy Spirit is doing some incredible things in your life tonight. The Holy Spirit wants to... Oh, yeah. You know, the Holy Spirit is not... Um, not a mist or anything like that. The, the Holy Spirit is not a, a net or a cloud or, or something. The Holy Spirit is a person. But he, he, he manifests in different ways. Sometimes he manifests, he, um, sometimes he looks like a cloud, but he's not a cloud. Sometimes he looks like a, a bit like, a, like an intense fire, but he's not a fire, but he's like a fire. He is a person. Sometimes he's like a, 
Like in the, when, when the church was first birthed uh, in Acts 2, the Bible says there was a sound, like the, it was like the sound of a mighty rushing wind. It wasn't a wind, but it was like the, so it was the Holy Ghost coming and filling a place. And it was like the sound of a mighty rushing wind, but it's not a mighty, but it's like this. So when the Holy Ghost moves, um, sometimes it's like that of a fire. Sometimes it's like that of an intense, mighty wind. But you've got to understand, friends, the Holy Spirit tonight, uh, it always has been a person. We need the Holy Spirit, friends, in our lives. We need his, uh, the Holy Spirit is what, um, how can I say it? The Holy Spirit is, he's the one that will light up the candle of your life. The Holy Spirit is, the, I mean, you can go to church, you can read the Bible, you can, uh, you can go to Sunday school, you can, you, can, you can go through a lot of the motions, but unless you have the Holy Spirit inside of your life, there's something about when the Holy Ghost gets upon somebody's life, man, it just, it, 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 man, it just sets you on, he just sets you on fire. How many people tell man, you want to be set on fire by the Holy Ghost? Because, friends, you can stand, you can, you can live your whole life, you can go to church, you can sing happy, clappy songs, we can open the Bible and, and, and read some lovely verses, we can, we can have a cup of coffee and, and, and stuff like that. But unless you have the Holy Spirit upon your life, and the Holy Ghost is the one, man, that can just, comes upon your life, and man, he can just light you up like a candle, boy. I'm, in fact, bigger than a candle. We need the Holy Spirit upon our lives. Friend, I don't want to go to church the whole of my life and miss out on having the Holy Ghost coming upon my life. You know, Pastor Mike talked about this morning, he talked um, that uh, uh, when, when God first created the world, in Genesis 1 it says, and, um, and, and, and it says, and God said, let us make man in our own image. Let us, us, who's us? Talking about the God the Father, uh, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. See, friends, the Holy Ghost has been, he, he is God, he is, the, he is the power of God, he is the presence, he is the, he is the, um, he is the muscle of God. And he's a person. And tonight, maybe, you, um, maybe you've had a religious upbringing or something like that. Uh, friends, if you can get the Holy Spirit around your life, if you, could, if you would allow him to come and touch your life, I tell you what, it will absolutely transform. Once the Holy Spirit touches your life, once you allow the Holy Spirit to come inside of you and, and, and allow him to work inside of your life, we're talking about the Holy Spirit of God here tonight. Think about that, the Holy Spirit of God. You know, sometimes I think we rush a little bit too fast just to get on with the thing. We just don't. Uh, sometimes I, I think our, our, our minds and our hearts cannot, so we brush over it too quick and we, we don't quite understand the magnitude of what we're talking about. When we're talking about God, we're talking about God. When you stand up and, and the, you know, one of the things I love to do is, is, is go up in the middle of the night and, and stand right up on top of the mountains, right up, right up as far as I can go, right up in the middle of the night, right up on top of the Kawika Ranges. And I'll sit up there, you know, I'll watch the sun go down all by myself, and I'll watch the stars come out. And I think, man, that is the God I serve. I watch this, the star as it streaks across the sky, and I think, oh, man, come on, man, that is the God I serve. That is the, the Holy Spirit that lives with inside of me, that, oh, that same Holy Ghost that is that is firing that star across the galaxy right in front of my eyes. I think, oh, yes, that's the same Holy Ghost that lives inside of me. That's the same Holy Ghost that comes and, and fills this place when we worship him. We're talking about the Holy Ghost here tonight. You know, we need to have the Holy Ghost in our life. Um, you know, so many churches, uh, you, can, uh, you know, you can go through and you can have it, the Bible says, have a form of religion, but deny its power. So many people, they'll come and they'll, They'll have a form of church or they'll, they'll have a, some sort of a gathering 
and, and sing some uh, songs, but they actually deny the Holy Spirit. There's actually a, a shutting out, there's a removing of, of him out of our lives and, and, and out of their churches. Friend, we need the Holy Spirit in our church. The Holy Spirit is the one, like I said, that will, uh, we, we can come to church, but if the, if, the, if the fire of the Holy Spirit himself is not abiding in what we do in, in, in this place here tonight, we're useless. I mean, it's, we, we might as well just go home. The Holy Spirit empowers us to live the life that we live. Like we said, like, we, like I talked about in, um, right in the beginning, the Holy Spirit was the one who, who was, uh, he was there when, in creation, man. He was one of the ones that say, hey, let us make man in our own, own image and let them rule and let them have dominion. Let's create a speed, let's create a, a being. Let him, let, let's, let's create a man and let him, let him be in our image. Let him, um, let him carry, uh, uh, carry the presence of God. Let him carry our presence and fill the whole earth. Friends, we need the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. We need him tonight, amen? Come on. Holy Spirit, we, uh, the thing is, it's like we begin our Christian lives born of the Holy Spirit. So we need the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is vital to our lives. The Holy Spirit is not something that is uh, yesterday. The Holy Spirit is something. Uh, he's a person that is alive today. He is alive. He is moving in this place right now. Although you can't see him, I mean, sometimes... Uh, sometimes he manifests in different ways, but although we may not be able to see him with our natural eyes right now, he is moving in this place. He's wanted to touch you. He's wanted to minister to you this evening. So we need the Holy Spirit in our lives. We need him to live out. When we, when we, um, when we become a Christian, when we ask Jesus Christ to save us and, and we give our life over to him, uh, one of the things we pray is that, that, that your spirit will come and live in our life. So when, G, so when we become a Christian, uh, you know, Jesus Christ right now is at the seat of the right hand of the Father. That's where the Bible says he is. But he places his spirit. That spirit is the Holy Spirit. The Holy, same Holy Spirit is the same Holy Spirit that was, um, that was with Jesus when he walked us, uh, when, he, when, he, when, he, when he ministered in, on, on the earth. He was the same Holy Spirit. The Bible says that um, in, in, in Acts chapter 10, that, that, that God anointed Jesus Christ with the Holy Spirit and with power. Friend, Jesus Christ could not... Fill his work on earth without the power of the Holy Spirit. So when the whole, when when Jesus was walking through the crowds and, and and preaching the gospel, guess who was there all along? The Holy Spirit, the one who empowered him, the one who is empowering you and I today. The same Holy Spirit that was with Jesus when he called into that tomb and spoke to Lazarus. Lazarus, come on out. That's the same Holy Spirit we're talking about today. That same Holy Spirit was the one that compelled Jesus to go to the cross. So Jesus didn't. Uh, Jesus, the Bible, when you look at the Bible, he says, look, when Jesus was agonizing in the garden, he said, Father, if there's another way uh, that we can do this, let's go that way. Jesus didn't actually want to go to the cross. But he, there was a compelling inside of his heart. There's a, that the love of God compelled him. And that was, um, that, I believe that was motivated by the Holy Spirit. So we must have the Holy Spirit. I mean, when David stood before Goliath and said, you come against me with a sword and a spear. So when you read about David and Goliath, he didn't just run to Goliath. Man, he ran to the whole army. He just didn't, David did not just run to one man. He ran to a whole army and faced Goliath. That same Holy Spirit empowered David to run and face that whole army and says, who do you think you are defying the Israel today? The same God that was with me in my, in my personal time when I, when I saw the lion and the bear. That is the same Holy Ghost that is here in this place today. 
Friend, we need the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, we begin our life born of the Holy Spirit. We live that power. We live the life that we live. We live the Christian life through the power of the Holy Spirit. You cannot live a Christian life without the Holy Ghost, friends. I'm going to, I think I'm going to need to, need to little work on you a little bit tonight. Friends, you're going to get excited tonight because you could sit here tonight and, and, and just listen to this and nothing, could, nothing will change in your life. But friends, I know for a fact tonight, I am certain that God wants to come and touch you tonight. God is, I am certain that God wants to birth revival in this place. So man, you've got to get excited about this. The Holy Spirit, he is the one that enables us to live the life that we live through the power of God. The Holy Spirit also teaches us to pray in Romans 8, 26. The Bible says in John 16, 13 that he guides us. He is the spirit of counsel. He is the spirit of wisdom. He is the, he is the Holy Spirit of God. He teaches us how to pray. The Bible says that sometimes we don't know what to pray, but the Holy Spirit will show us. He will teach us how to pray. Jesus said that, when he, when he left this earth, when he went to be with the Father, he said, I will not leave you orphans. I will send you one. I will send you one, uh, the comforter. And that comforter, friend, is the Holy Spirit. The Bible also talks about there's a, there's, a, um, um, there's a friend that sticks closer than a brother. That friend that sticks closer than a brother, that is the Holy Spirit. He is closer to you and I than we can even, uh, than I think that we're even aware of sometimes. The Holy Ghost. <laughs> he gives us access to the Father. Uh, one of the things that the Holy Spirit does, he, help, he, he's one of the, he, he, he gives us access to the Father. We come by, 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 through Jesus Christ, but also through the Holy Spirit in Ephesians 2. He is the foundation of the new covenant. He is the foundation. The Holy Ghost is the foundation of the church uh, that we know it today. The Holy Spirit is the foundation of Basiliary Center. The, the Holy Spirit is the foundation of what, uh, everything that we do, everything that we dream of, everything that we, we pursue, the underlying foundation is the Holy Spirit. Friends, we've got to have, have the Holy Spirit in our life. Um, you know, we are made, Bible also says that we are made righteous because of him in Romans 8, uh, Romans 8 10. And uh, in Romans 8 11, it says, we will also be raised from the dead by him. Uh, he is the source of our life in God. Friends, we have got to have the Holy Ghost. And you know what? I'm, I am spending a little bit of time talking about him tonight, because I know that when you talk about him, he comes and fills the place. He loves it when, he, when we talk about him. We, he, he, he loves it when we, we lift up his name. He loves it when we, when we speak great of him. Friends, the Holy Ghost is here tonight. Come on, turn to the person next to you. Tell him the Holy Ghost is in this place tonight. See, without the Holy Spirit, we have no life in God. Like I said, he is the one that lights up the candle of our life. I mean, for my life, me as, as, as a mere man, if I did not have the Holy Ghost around my life, man, I don't know where I'd be. I'd probably still be, um, a, you know, timid little, yes, something, I don't know, some little church mouse or something like that. But when I get the Holy Ghost around my life, man, something will transform your, he, he transforms your life. You may be here today, you may struggle with fear, you may think and say, what could God do through me? What could, I mean, I can't even speak in front of two or three people without getting nervous. Friends, when the Holy Ghost gets upon your life, man, he uses people like you and I to start revivals. He uses people like you and I that, that may think of ourselves as weak, but oh, man, when we get the Holy Ghost around our lives, something inside of you will transform. So you may be here tonight, and you may be think bad of yourself or whatever. You may think, oh, I'm this or that. Or, man, you've got to get the Holy Ghost around your life and see what he does. So we've got to have the Holy Spirit. Now let's get back to it. Uh, 
Yeah. Galatians chapter 5, verse 16. So I say, live by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the sinful nature. For the sinful nature desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the sinful nature. They are in conflict with each other, so that you, not do, you do not do what you want. You've got to understand that you know, we are, as Christians, when we, when we give our hearts to the Lord, um, we are saved. But then there's the process of salvation. And there's always the, the issue of, of the sinful nature that, that, uh, that is in mankind. And yes, I am filled with the Holy Spirit. I love the Holy Spirit. I feel His presence around my life. But you know what? There is also, I continually, daily, have a, wa- a wage of war inside of my life with the, with the things of the flesh. You know, there's things in my life that, um, man, there's so many nice things out in the world there that I just want sometimes, I just crave for. There's so many um, things that people offer uh, that your part of your flesh just wants to crave for. And constantly, there's a war that goes on inside of our lives. Either we, uh, either we are living by the Spirit or we are living according to our flesh. Even though we're Christians, even though we may be a minister, you may be the mighty man of God or whatever, there's always a battle that goes on inside. There's always temptations that will come and will lure you with either power or this or, or that or something else. There's always something there. There's always that, that battle. You know and sometimes in, in your heart that you want to do good, but oh, there's this, this thing, whether it's habitual sin or whether it's your thought life or whether it's the, the lust or the, the desires or the, uh, uh, the iniquities of our heart. There's always something that will try and hook our eye. There's always something that will try and hook our heart. So there's always this, there's this consistent battle that goes on that, um, that's waging between the Holy Spirit that's living within us and our flesh. There's always a consistent battle. I face it all the time. And uh, I, know, I, I don't know of a person that doesn't face that. And so, uh, so he's talking about here there's a sinful nature. And you, if you live by the Spirit, what does it mean to live by the Spirit? And we're just going to have a look a bit further. Uh, verse 24, it says, Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the sinful nature and its passions and its desires. Uh, since we live by the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Everybody say walk in the Spirit. What does that mean to walk in the Spirit? Walk in the Spirit. What does it mean to walk in the Spirit? I mean, we could, we could do a whole week's seminar about walking in the Spirit, but tonight I just want to really keep it real basic so we have a, a clear understanding about what it means to walk in the Spirit. To walk in the Spirit. What does it mean to walk in the Spirit? I believe to walk in the Spirit is this. is walking in the nature of the Holy Ghost. One of the things that, um, uh, about both demonic spirits and, um, and the Spirit of God is a spirit is a spirit being. It, has, it doesn't have a body, but it, it wants to manifest itself. It wants to, um, it wants to manifest its nature into mankind. So just as the devil... Um, uh, wants to outwork his, his evil works through. Uh, and that's why demon, demon spirits, when they get into, the, into our lives, they work out their evil nature out of us. The same thing is also with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, um, when the Holy Spirit comes inside of our life, he does not just want to stay dormant inside. He just doesn't want to sit there and make you feel good. When the Holy Spirit comes into our life, he wants to, he empowers us to live the life that Christ called us to live. So this is the same Holy Spirit that was within Jesus Christ. It was the same Holy Spirit that when, uh, when Jesus was walking 
uh, down the road and, and they're about to have lunch and he, and he sees a, a woman by the well and he says, hey, go and speak to that woman. And, and, and salvation came to her house. It's the same Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit wants to move for us. The Holy Spirit, God has put his spirit inside of you so that you will um, that you'll carry the nature of God into every part of the community. So the Holy Spirit wants to live his nature out through you. So to, to walk in the Spirit means that we, uh, that we have the nature of the Holy Spirit inside of our lives. Again, like I say, this is the same nature as the, uh, this is the same Holy Spirit that was with Jesus Christ. And so, to, so the walk in the, walking in the Spirit is walking in the nature of the Spirit. What does it mean to walk in the Spirit? When I think about walking in Spirit, I think, what, what does it mean to walk? You guys know this already. What does it mean to walk? Come on. It means to put one step in front of the other. You like that? <laughs> Walking is basically putting a, a, a continual motion of putting one step in front of the other. Oh, yeah, come on. I was going to break into a little song there, but anyway. So to walk in the, when we say walking in the Spirit, walking is, uh, is just taking one step in front of another, and, and it leads us somewhere. If I'm pointing this way, it'll go this way. If I point that way, it'll go this way. And if I point that way, I'll, I'll go that way. To walk in the Spirit, to walk, to walk is basically taking one step in front of another. Right? What does it mean to walk in the Spirit? What is walking? Walking, I believe, is, is when we're talking about this, is uh, walking is, 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 is taking steps. Taking steps, I believe, is making decisions, making choices. So every day, every one of us will make decisions. Every day, one of us will make, uh, man, I don't know how many decisions I'll make in a day, but it's every, all the time, consistently, we make decisions. We make decisions about what we do with our life. We make decisions about uh, what happens when we get up in the morning. We make decisions about, um, like Pastor Mike was talking about this, we, 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 are, we are responsible for our lives. We are empowered to be, to be responsible and make decisions for our lives. And those decisions that we make, will determine where we spend our future. It's not your dreams that will, spend, it will determine how you spend tomorrow. You can dream as much as you like. 50 years' time, you'll still be dreaming, Brett. <laughs> Unless you make steps towards that dream, um, you won't actually get there. So to walk means to... So, so to walking is you, is you make steps. You, 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 you make a decision this way. You make a decision that way. You make a decision... So life is full of decisions. And those decisions, like I said, we make will affect how we spend our life. So where your life is now is a result of the decisions that you make. And most of the time we, we focus so much energy on our big decisions, which, you know, which we need to. But uh, for a lot of the, our, our life is made up by the little, the little decisions. It's the small ones that make them up. And there's probably, a, you know, there'll be a handful of big decisions that you'll make in your life but there's little ones. There's little ones about what habits you allow into your life. There's, there's little ones about what thoughts you allow to take a hold of your heart. There's, a, a, there's, there's the decisions, there's the choice about what attitudes that you will let take inside of, inside of your heart. There's the choice about what you will think about. You choose what comes into your mind. You choose what you meditate on. And what gets a hold of your mind will get a hold of, of the rest of your body. So life is made up of choices. So when we say um, to walk in the Spirit, it means uh, to walk in the Spirit. It's not to walk... Um, I mean, there's two dimensions to this. We can, we can actually be people that will... Uh, we, we can move in the Spirit, and, and, and I'm not talking about that right now. I'm talking about walking in relationship with the Holy Spirit. 
See, the Holy Spirit, the Bible says, is our, is our guide. He's our, he's our, he's our counselor. He want, David said in Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He leads me. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He, um, he leads me down the path of righteousness. This is the work of the Holy Spirit in the life of David. See, you've got to understand that, listen to those words, he leads me. It's, he's not saying, I'm making all the decisions. I mean, God definitely, he gives us that power of choice, but we choose how we walk our life. We choose, uh, we choose, to, uh, uh, we choose the influences that we allow into our life. And in your life, you'll have a lot of influences coming upon you. You'll have the sinful nature. We just read about that, that, uh, that part of us, uh, that area in our life that is, that is sinful. Um, we have the people around us. We have uh, a TV. We have the media. We have, uh, we have so many voices inside of our head. We, had so many, uh, we have so many influences that will pull us this way and pull us this way and pull us that way. What does it mean to walk in the Spirit? To, to walk in the Spirit, I believe, is that we, we have a lifestyle. We, 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 we can, um, the, um, this translation here says, since we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Holy Spirit. In other words, um, yield to Him. In other words, we're talking about, um, you know, if you have, how many people are ballroom dancing? Yeah. It's like, you know, when you're, when you're ballroom dancing, if you have, um, normally there's the two of you, generally, <laughs> yeah, normally, and, and generally you have a guy and a girl. And is it supposed to be the guy is the one that's supposed to lead? Yeah, come on, man. But if, if you're both trying to lead, if there is, say, you know, you're dancing with your wife or dancing with a lovely lady, and... How many people have their, their feet trodden on sometimes? It's like, man, there's a tugging this way, and it's like there's a, there's a pull this way, and there's a, there's a pull that way, and it's like it just feels darn awkward. It's like there's no... Uh, somebody basically is not yielding. Somebody's just got a mind of their own and just wants to do all the leading and, 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 and be the man. So when you, when you walk in step with somebody, it means you're walking in unity. It's like um, you... I guess as the female, you uh, in ballroom dancing, you, you you allow yourself to be led by the man. You allow yourself, and if you start to get a mind of your own, he's normally much stronger than you, and, and will, will hold you. But what I'm getting at is this: that you that we have a choice about how we live our life, how we and what we let influence us. And a lot of the times, our our life is made up um, contending with um, the desires of our heart and and contending with the pressures of, and, and demands that people put around us. But God wants us to, if we want to live the life that he's called us to live, we need to learn to walk in step with the Holy Spirit. And when we start to fight the Holy Spirit, what happens is uh, stuff starts to go bad in our life. When we start to allow other influences to, to ta- start to take over and start to pull us this way. So that, like David said, he leads me down the path of righteousness for his name's sake. You know, some, when you live your life yielded to the Holy Spirit, when you, uh, when you allow him to, to touch and, and, and to lead you, um, sometimes uh, it's, it's quite amazing, really. I mean, I've, I mean, I've spent some time, and, and, and this is one of the things I pray, Lord, lead me today by your Holy Spirit. and Lead me down the path of righteousness for your name's sake. Lead me down 
the path of right standing with you. You know what? Sometimes the Holy Spirit will come and he will, um, he will let you make the decision. He'll say, you choose to go that way. But sometimes he comes in and he steers you. All, I don't know what happens, but it's like you look back and think, man, the Holy Ghost must have moved in my life because if I'd been walking, if I'd carried on down that path, um, I would have been out of step with God. So sometimes the Holy Spirit intervenes in our life and, uh, and, and, and moves us. But we've got to learn to keep in step with the Holy Ghost. To walk in the Spirit, we must keep in step with the Holy Spirit. There must be, uh, we must keep our life, our, our, our thought life, continually choosing. Like the Bible talks about, uh, daily we've got to take up our cross and follow Him. In other words, that means daily a yielding of our life and allowing the Holy Spirit to lead us and to guide us. Because if you, I mean, if we want to, um, if we want to follow our own desires, if we want to follow uh, the things of the world, that will take you down to a path that, man, you don't want to go down. I mean, if you want to live your life, if you want to live a full life, if you want to live a life with no regrets, if you want to live a life of peace, if you want to live a life of happiness, one of the things we've got to do is allow ourselves to yield to the Holy Spirit. And he's, when you ask him into your life, even before you ask him into your life, friend, he is there. Before you even become a Christian, that, that prompting that, that, that urges you to come to God, that is the Holy Spirit. And when you yield to the Holy Spirit, there's a, there's a power, there's a presence that comes into your life. But when you don't yield to him, when you want to do your own thing, it's like being at the traffic lights. When the, you know, when the traffic lights go, they go from green and they, uh, they go to orange and it's like it's caution time. And it's like when it goes orange, it's like get ready to give way, get ready to stop. But when it says stop, if you want to carry on, if you want to carry on and doing your own thing, if you inside of your life make that decision that you will not listen to the traffic lights, that you will not yield to what, the, what they say, uh, the chances are very high that you're going to crash your car. And when, most, when, when, a, when people, many Christians, they, in their life, they, the amount of car crashes people face inside of their Christian life, you've got to ask yourself, what is, what is going on? And I believe it's simply this, because we're just not disciplined. We just don't, it's that part of our life that just wants to do our own thing. It just wants to do our own thing. And if we were just, I mean, it's really as simple as this. If we would just yield to the Holy Spirit, if we would just allow him to speak. You know what? The Holy Spirit speaks in many different ways. Sometimes he'll speak to our conscience. Sometimes he'll drop thoughts into our thought life. A lot of times, young people, he'll speak through your parents. <laughs> mm. you know, young people, there'll be many different, uh, different uh, pulls upon your life. And you will make that decision that you will either walk in the footsteps and, and, and the desires and the, and the ways. You will walk in the steps of your friends or you will walk in the steps of the Holy Spirit. And it's very, very evident around your life. And I believe tonight that is, you know, for, for many of us, some of you guys are having struggles in your life that you don't need to struggle with. The only reason that you're struggling with is, is there's this, you're yielding your life over to other people, either to to the opinions of other people. You're yielding your life to um, your own desires, and you're wondering why there's so much problems in your life. Friend, if we want to live a life of power, if we want to live a life of, of strength, if you want to, like David said, he comes to the end of his, in Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He leads me beside still waters. He, he restores my soul. He leads me down the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, 
I will fear no evil. Why? Because I know that you're with me. And there's something about the Holy Spirit. Man, when you, when you are in a, when, when you spend time and, and when you allow him to, to speak into your life, uh, his presence will start to grow stronger around your life. And we need the presence of God much stronger around our lives today. And it says that he, 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 when I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. I've got to ask you this. If you're walking, uh, if, if there is fear in your life, if, you, if when you get into a tri- tricky situation, when you're walking down that valley like all of us will do, what is the response or what is the reaction that goes on inside of your life? As you're there, most of us at that point have a, have a choice that we will either allow fear and intimidation to come over our lives or we will dig deep and allow and listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit saying, yeah, maybe it, it may look like there's death all around you. It may, it may look like there's a difficult situation. Yeah, that's right. But you've got to understand, Dave, this. You've got to understand, Steve, this. You've got to understand, Sue, this, that it doesn't matter what the, the valley may look like. It doesn't matter what's in that valley. Maybe there's the death, there's maybe destruction. You've got to understand that, that, my, that, that my spirit, that I am in you, and I was with Jesus Christ. I was with Jesus when he walked through that valley. I was with Jesus Christ when he, when he carried that cross up, up Calvary. I was with Jesus Christ when he raised the sick people. I was, I was with him then, and I'll be with you now. And friend, that is a decision that you and I will make. I mean, right now with the, with the economy tightening up, you will have a decision. Either you will live and make your choices and you will allow fear and stuff to grip your life. You will allow the atmosphere, the spirit of the world to come around your life. Or you will choose to say, hey, uh, uh, man, I read my Bible. Man, I know what my Bible says. God, you speak to me right now. Even though the oil prices are going up, the price of fish is going up, or whatever it is, I know that I'm not, it's not going to intimidate me. It's not going to get. I'm not going to get scared. I'm not going to uh, allow fear and intimidation to get around my life because I know, God, that you are the Creator of the heavens and the earth. And even though the price of fuel might be going up into the groceries and stuff, it doesn't matter because, friends, I know that even though I walk through that valley, I know that you're with me. Man, the Holy Ghost, man, we need the Holy Ghost upon our lives. And I think, you know, for so many of us, we, we get caught up doing the motions. We get caught up, uh, and, and I know for many of us, it's so easy to get caught up in the pressure and the, and, the, um, and the lust of the world. So many young people, man, there is so much potential inside of you. But you are, I mean, I believe for so many of you, you are, you are waging a war right now. There is, a, there is a war going on for your soul. There is a war going on for your life. And for so many of you, you'll be pressured by, by this and that. You'll be pressured to do this or live like that. But you've got a choice, friends. You've got a choice of whether you will live, uh, you will, uh, your, step, your, your decisions will be in step with the Holy Spirit or whether your, step, whether your decisions, whether your life will be in step with the ways of the world. I mean, this is a very, very simple message. But I know everyone here, you want to be used powerfully by God. We want to see revival come and fill our city. We want to see souls saved. We want to have an impact. We want our lives to mean something. Friends, I don't know about you, but I want to get to the end of my life and say, I fought the good fight. My, my cup overflows today. I want to walk through my life and, and you know, there's going to be plenty of hardships. There's going to be plenty of things that will come against us. But you know those things, those giants, those, those valleys, they were born to make you. They were born to build something strong inside of your life. They were not there to crush you. If you were just... A, Allow yourself to be led by the Holy Spirit and not allow fear, not allow intimidation, 
not allow discouragement, not allow the pressures of the, or, or the pulls of the world to get a hold of your heart. If you would just make that decision, if you would just walk in the Spirit, if you make that decision daily, every day, Lord, Holy Spirit, guide me today. Guide my thought life. Guide my relationships with people. Some of you here today, there's maybe things that have got a hold of your heart that are not of God, they're not of the Holy Spirit. You need to let those things go, and you need to allow the Holy Spirit into your life again. For some of you here, you may be struggling with depression. For some of you, you may be struggling with fear. You need to allow the Holy Spirit to get, you need to get your step. You need to get your, your lifestyle back on track and listen to the Holy Spirit. How do you hear the Holy Spirit? You, you spend time praying. You spend time getting in the Word. Allow His words to get into your life and speak to you. Allow His words to bring life into you again. We need the Holy Spirit in our lives, friends. Amen. He is the power of God. He is the one that will light up your life. You can, we can try as much as we like, but friends, there's something about the Holy Ghost. You know, one touch from Him can change a person's life forever. You know, even with the, what we do in the church and all our clever ideas, all it just takes is one touch from the Holy Spirit. They can save so much work. <laughs> it only takes one person just yielding their heart and saying, Holy Spirit, use me. Let my steps be your steps. Lead me today, Holy Spirit. Guide me. When it comes to the area of your finances, Holy Spirit, every day, I yield my finances. Holy Spirit, speak to me about where I should spend money. Holy Spirit, today, speak to me about how I should relate in my relationships. Tell me, Holy Spirit, how to... Speak to me, Holy Spirit. And there will be a conflict inside, but if you allow him, if you yield yourself to him, if you allow yourself to keep in step with him, I tell you what, your life will overflow. Why don't we just close our eyes right now? You know, you may be here this evening and you may be a Christian. I want to challenge you today. You know, all of us in our Christian life, we go through struggles. For some of us, I mean, if you really look at the core of that, the deep corner of your heart, I know for some of you, you struggle with rejection. For some of you here today, you struggle with loneliness. For some of you here today, I mean, you really struggle in some different areas. Whatever your struggle is, you know, even in our Christian life, we, with those, if we have a war with rejection inside of our life, that, that, that sinful nature, if we, if we continue to allow that to influence our life, it will, it will influence our decisions. You don't want to live your life influenced by the spirit of rejection. You don't want to live your life influenced by the hurt, the pain. You've got to allow the Holy Spirit to come in, remove those things, and allow Him touch your life. Allow Him to guide your life tonight. Holy Ghost, we welcome you in this place. We welcome you in our lives right now.
Today, Holy Spirit, we thank you that you want to bring revival into our community. Today, Holy Spirit, right now, I know that you want to impact our lives. Holy Spirit, I know that tonight you want to light the fire of people's lives. Tonight, I thank you that you want us to live a full life. Tonight, Lord, Holy Spirit, we just pray that your presence would just come and touch every person in this place right now. Where there are people that are struggling and inside, Holy Spirit, I pray that you would give them the courage to walk and step with you. Maybe you're here tonight and you don't know Jesus Christ. Maybe you're here and you, you've never invited him into your life. encourage you. Why don't you invite Jesus Christ? Why don't you invite him to come and live in your life? The burden of sin that you struggle with, the burden of, of rejection or whatever is it, that, that, that weight of sin. Because the only person that can lift that off your life is Jesus Christ. I'm just going to close the meeting shortly, but if you don't know Jesus Christ and you want to invite him into your life tonight, I want you to come up afterwards and I'll be up the front just here. And I'd love to talk with you and show you how you can invite him into your life. And I think for many of us here tonight, we struggle with the issue that we want to own our own life. We're not walking in step with the Holy Ghost. We're not walking in the Spirit. We're still trying to fight our own life. We're wondering why revival has not come. We're wondering why we have so many difficulties inside of our life. Friends, I want to, we're just going to go back into worship again sooner and... Um, Man, I'm just so hungry to have the fresh touch of the Holy Ghost upon my life. Because He is the one, like I said, He is the one that will light up my life. He is the one that can make me new. He is the one that puts the, oh, puts the spark into my life. He is the one that can put the spark back into your life again. Maybe there's stuff, maybe there's the spirit of the world has got around your life. Maybe there's other spirits that have got, man, you just need to, you need to decide tonight. I've had enough of this tonight. I'm going to make a decision that I will continually, daily, I will make a decision. I will choose to walk in the Spirit. I will choose to live a life that is pleasing to the Holy Spirit. I will choose to take dominion over the sinful nature. I will choose to take dominion over rejection. I will choose today and every day that I will walk in the life of the Spirit so that my life will overflow with the presence of God.